0: Hey, it's Tuesday. The new episode of Two Degrees Hotter is out. It's my favorite Gen Z lifestyle and self-development podcast. I'm on my way over. Let's listen to the latest episode.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Two Degrees Hotter, the first episode of 2023.
0: Yes, happy Tuesday. Happy New Year. Hope everyone had a great holiday. I don't know. Yeah. Do people, did, you, did you do anything? Are, are we in the doing things for New Year's era or staying in?
1: Yeah, let us know. Let us know. I think we're both more so in the staying in
0: than mm-hmm.
1: actively doing something
0: for New Year's, but that's just because we're lame. I feel like <laughs> and I kind go to of met at nine. The only time I can really remember doing something is when we were in Chicago and we went to the brewery. Yeah. But other than that, I feel like I've always kind of done more like house parties or staying in.
1: Yeah. I um, I went to Foxwoods last oh, year. Oh, right, right. Which I honestly wouldn't recommend. I,
0: didn't have a <laughs> time. I had a good time like with my
1: friends. Like that was a fun part. But like the I would have had more fun if we were just like hanging out at one of our houses.
0: Yeah. like, and it was like a, didn't add. It was like a sketchy... It was like a suddenly sketchy COVID time where we were like, yeah. should we just drop all our plans because things got yeah. bad? Like it was like weird vibes. Yeah. Yeah. But, and then
1: Chicago, but other than that, yeah, I think I've had stay in vibes for sure. Mm-hmm. It's just how well, it is. I like to go to bed right after midnight.
0: <laughs> it's not even that for me. I just feel like most of the things around here, at least in Boston, are like ticketed like yeah, events. Yeah, Like it's like you can't really just like roll up somewhere. You kind of have to like be prepared and like get it like a month in advance. And I'm just like never yeah. thinking about it far enough in advance, I feel like. Yeah, same. But anyways, well, if you're wondering why we're speaking in such general terms, it's because for us, New Year's has not happened yet. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll see still what 20, we still 2022. <laughs> so um, yeah, we are recording this on December... 28th so a couple days after Christmas and a couple days before the new year aka the week where time does not exist and yeah everyone regresses into their most (laughs) primary human mode yeah at least for me yeah Um, it was especially bad when I was at home I just came back to Boston yesterday and like I'm more of a person here but when I'm at home during like a break or like a holiday I swear I'm like my parents probably don't think I'm like a good adult because I like regress back to child when I'm there yeah yeah same but anyways, today we are going to be doing our 2022 kind of audit, goal reflection, thinking back on what went well this year, this past, well, in I guess last year for you guys, um, and how we did against our goals, what were our wins, what didn't go so well, just really sharing how we felt about the year from like a personal development perspective. And then, spoiler alert, is that next episode we're going to be setting our goals for 2023. So This will be very like backward looking and the next episode will be more like forward looking. So stay tuned.
1: Yeah. I'm excited. It's going to be a good episode. It was a good year. You guys will hear, but I feel like we both had good years in 2022.
0: Yeah. Overall um I'm like
1: you're (laughs) like "Mm, actually it was horrible for me (laughs) you're like cool 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 I'm like Um, amazing
0: amazing I had a great time (laughs) (laughs) wasn't horrible for me I just I was thinking about like my mom was saying that it was a bad year she was like oh I can't wait for 2022 to be over and I was kind of like why and then she kept she was saying things and I was like oh yeah no that actually was pretty bad but like (laughs) all things kind of like out of our control like for example like we lost yeah. both of our pets and like that's sad and yeah like getting covid is sad but it's like it wasn't anything that necessarily disrupted or like negated the whole year i would say yeah. it was just like a bunch of things that were like slightly inevitable all happened this year if that makes sense yeah yeah no that makes sense um but we'll get more into it so let's start with our week in review So this might feel distant for you guys now, but since we're recording on the 28th, we wanted to talk about Christmas a little bit Mm -hmm. and kind of what the highlights were, what our favorite gifts we gave, favorite gifts received, maybe give you guys some ideas. I feel like we all know someone with like a January birthday that's like really hard to buy for because they just got everything that they wanted for Christmas. I feel like that's like, yeah, honestly, the hardest people to buy for are people with birthdays shortly after Christmas because it's like- I guess maybe if there's something very obvious that was on their list that they didn't get, but otherwise it's like, I don't know, it's a hard thing. And you're like so burnt out from buying gifts too. Yeah. Um, so give you some ideas, I guess. Um, but my Christmas was pretty chill. I spent like the first half with my parents and then the second half with Grant's family, which is kind of what I've been doing for the past, you know, six, whatever, how many years now? Um <laughs> and yeah, it was fun, it was very chill. Um, my favorite gifts that I gave were probably my favorite one just cause it was like the most, uh, like surprise. Like I, it wasn't on her list or anything, but, um, I got my mom a Le Creuset French press. Um, is that how you say that brand? Yeah, that's how I would say it. Okay. You know, the brand, the one that sells all the like expensive Dutch ovens and yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, and I will say the French press is like a pretty affordable option in their grand scheme of items. Because obviously their stuff runs up into like the many hundreds of dollars, depending on what you're getting. But the French press, I think, was 85 or something like that. Oh, that's not bad. No. And it's like she uses a French press every single day for her coffee. And I've always like noticed that. And we've always had glass ones that I feel like, number one, don't retain the heat well. Like if you want to like pour a cup and then come back for another one. Um, and then number two, they just break. Like I am so notorious for breaking French press glasses when I'm washing that. I've done it like two or three times just because mm-hmm. I feel like they're such thin glass and they're like a hard shape. Um, so anyways, it came to mind and I got her one and she was very pleasantly surprised. I feel like, and it's nice because it's a pretty like counter item. Like when it's not yeah. in use, I got yeah. her, like the artichoke color, which is like a really pretty green. Mm. Um, so I'm like, I want one, even though I literally don't use a French press, but um (laughs) yeah so that's an option I like things from like luxury brands that are on their cheaper side so like Mm -hmm. that's a good example or like um I know you can get like wine glasses or like champagne flutes from like Tiffany for example that Mm -hmm. like that seems like a super nice bougie gift but it's not gonna like break the bank yeah Um, so I like stuff like that and then the other place where I feel like I did well was getting people like kind of more like self-care gift cards like getting them experiences that maybe they wouldn't want to pay for for themselves. Um mm-hmm. so for my boyfriend I got I did some research on like barbershops in the Boston area cuz I feel like he's just always kind of bouncing around to like different places wherever he can get like a haircut but he's never like found like a a solid person to like do his hair and beard around here. Mm-hmm. So I got him a gift card to uh, this place called Razors Barbershop if you're I think it's called Razors if you're in Boston and have a man's um, <laughs> and I got him like a haircut and then they have like a traditional beard treatment or something like that. Some, you know, man things. Um, <laughs> and I just, I feel, always feel like if I was a guy, I would want to do that. So yeah. we'll see if, if my male, uh, dreams are realized through his experience. <laughs> and then for my mom, I just got her a gift card to get her hair done. Cause I know it's something that, you know, it's, it's always kind of painful to pay for your own hair and hers is even cheaper yeah. than what we pay. Cause like, she just does more simple color. Um yeah. but it's always a painful swipe of the card. So yeah, I always feel like that's enough. a good it's a good one. Um and then for my favorite gifts I received guys, I got the Dyson vacuum, not hair thing. Not, yeah. Um, (laughs) I was
1: going to say you need to specify. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cause I saw a bunch of TikToks where people were like disappointed because they said they wanted the Dyson and they didn't specify and they got the vacuum. Meanwhile, I'm here like having asked for the vacuum and like so thrilled that I got it. Yeah. Um, Even
1: if I asked for the air wrap and I got the vacuum, I'd be like, you know, what, a wins a win.
0: Yeah. No, literally. I'm like, I guess that's when, you know, you haven't hit like peak Adult, adult, <laughs> like, yeah. like yeah. domesticity, because I was thinking about how like how different my Christmas lists over the years probably are, and I'm like, yeah. you know, you're like adult when you are really excited about a vacuum. Yeah, um, yeah. But I think I got the V8, if that matters to okay. you, if you know the models. I don't, I didn't really know the models, Um, but my parents have one themselves, so I trusted them to like do the research or get me the one that they had if they liked it. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's just one of, it's one of those like cordless vacuums and it's going to be a huge upgrade because our current one was literally doing so bad. Like recently, especially I wanted yeah. to like suck up some needles under the Christmas tree and it was literally just running over them. Like not even like blowing them away, just like absolutely <laughs> nothing was happening. And I was like, cool. Awesome. I guess I'll sweep. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. Obviously like a relatively like bougie vacuum to own. So I'm excited about yeah. it. Hopefully it lasts many years. I'll get that warranty going. Um, yeah. yeah. And then my last favorite thing that I received was my mom got me Birkenstock Boston's, which I'm very impressed yeah. that she managed to track down. Yeah. Um, they're kind of a different one. I feel like the one that most people think of is, it's kind of like the, I don't know what color that it is, but it's like a camel kind of like taupe.
1: Yeah. Like the I suede. think it's taupe.
0: Yeah. That's the one that I feel like most people picture. Mine are the, um, I think it's called oiled leather and they're mm. black. So they oh, look fun. a little, yeah, they look a little different, probably because it was like the only ones she could find, honestly, but I like them. Um, and I feel like they're almost, they're definitely more durable than the suede ones, because I'm honestly For sure. a little nervous about wearing suede, like you got to be really careful with getting it wet and stuff. And the oiled leather, it already kind of has some like texture and like marks to it. And I know it's just going to like look cooler the more you wear it and kind of like stuff yeah. it up, you know, it's like it'll age. Um, Nicely. Yeah, and I almost feel like you could wear it in the winter because it's, it's like, thick. Like, I'll show you when you're here. Interesting. Like, if you had the right socks, I feel like it could almost be a winter shoe, potential hot take. But, yeah. Nice. That's it for me. How was your Christmas? Christmas was
1: good. Um, also very low-key, which was nice. Uh, I I honestly prefer a low-key Christmas. We used to go to my aunt's for christmas eve before covid and i love my mom's side of the family but there's nothing better than like on christmas eve and christmas day never having to leave like you can just mm. wear leggings and comfy clothes and just chill out um my brother my older brother got the game throw throw burrito for I'm christmas not familiar <laughs> do you know the game exploding kittens the card no. game exploding kit
0: really no i'm not like good with card games
1: okay Well, so it's by the the same people that make Exploding Kittens make Throw Throw Burrito. And it's literally, you know the game Spoons, like the traditional card (laughs) game Spoons? I'm like, don't ask me anything. (laughs) Okay, so basically you like get dealt 15 cards. You hold the first five on the deck and then the rest of the cards become like your pickup pile and you move super fast because you're trying to get three of a kind's. Um, and that's how you, like, get points. You get three of the same card, you put it down, that's a point. You get three of the same card, put it down, and you're constantly, like, picking up and discarding cards and other people's discard piles become your piles, whatever. Um. So like, you want to get, like, three eights or, like, eight Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They have, like, like, they're only four and a cards.
1: Well, so this is different because it's, like, special oh. cards. So it's, like, okay. three, uh, lumberjacks and three right. slots, <laughs> Um. And then there's, like, different cards like a dual card, a brawl card, and a war card. And that's when they, it comes with two plush burritos. And like, depending on which one you throw down, like you have to like act fast and grab one of the burritos and throw it at another player. And if you get hit with the burrito, you like lose a point. It sounds (laughs) ridiculous because it is ridiculous, but it is so much fun. So we were just playing Throw Throw Burrito all of Christmas. Anyways, it's on Amazon for $15 if you are interested If you are listening and you want to throw burritos at your friends or loved ones, please order it. You will have a good time. But anyways, that isn't even me going on about a gift that I didn't even receive or give. Um, (laughs) My favorite gifts given, me and my brothers went in on a nice golf driver for my dad. My dad has gotten into golf recently, but he is horrible at spending money on himself. So he has like janky golf clubs and Mm -hmm. his driver is apparently in very rough shape. So we went in and got him a nice driver and he was very surprised by it. So that was fun to give. Those are fun Uh, to wrap
0: too. There were a couple of those at Grant's, like a couple golf clubs and it's like under the tree, you're like, literally, what is that? (laughs) Yeah.
1: We we kept it in the box. So it just was like a long box, but it kept leaning over for some reason. Like it literally looked like the leaning tower of Pisa. <laughs>
0: I guess if it's like top heavy, like the driver yeah, itself, yeah. Yeah. I
1: think that's how we had it. It was so funny. And my dad kept picking it up being like, what is this light, but requires this large of a box? Mm. So we surprised him with that. And then I did want to pat myself on the back because I this year was the first year that me and my roommate exchanged Christmas gifts. Obviously, because we just recently became friends and just started living together this year. Uh, And I think I did a pretty good job getting her a gift. I got her a little mug that says, in this house, we listen to Taylor Swift and cry. Mm -hmm. I think it's funny. I think I saw Um, that one on Etsy. Yeah. It's so cute. And the handle is like a little heart. Oh, maybe I didn't see that exact one, but. Something similar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was really cute. She's a big, especially in the winter, a hot coffee gal. So I thought that would be the perfect gift moving into the winter. Um, and then I got her from her favorite podcast a t shirt, um, like one of, from Dear Media, kind of like what you did for me with what we said. Mm-hmm. Um, I got her a bitch Bible merch that says big bitch energy on it which I just think is (laughs) really funny especially if you know my roommate because she's like the absolute opposite of a bitch so it's very funny to see her in a shirt that says big bitch energy but yeah I I hope she liked it while she's listening to this and she's like it actually was not that good of a gift but I think (laughs) I did a good job considering um And then for gifts received, I did get a temperature changing kettle or one that you can like set the the temperature. Mm -hmm. So I'm very excited to experiment with that today. I got um, over the head headphones. I was actually trying. I wanted to use them today for recording, but I need to find the like instruction manual and figure out. I figured out it connected to my phone automatically. I was telling Anya before we started recording. It just like connected to my phone automatically so I didn't have to set it up. But I have a feeling I'm going to have to find the manual and figure out how to connect them to my laptop. But I like them. Uh, and then I got the Abercrombie Wide Leg Tailored Pants. I don't know mm-hmm. how my mom tracked these down because I feel like these are always sold out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're just like, you know, when you put on a pair of pants and you're like, wow, like these were made to fit my body. That's how I felt putting them on. They just they were the perfect fit. Very flattering. Um And I'm very sad because right now, like all of the colors are sold out and Mm, that stinks because I want to get more of them because they fit so well. So anyways, but
0: those are, those are my favorite gifts. Good Christmas. Yes. 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's get into our favorites. It was hard for me to think of favorites that like weren't directly Gifts. Christmas related. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess one of these still is. But um, my first favorite is a new little, I love a little health beverage. That's something about me. is <laughs> I love yeah. like a CBD seltzer, a kombucha. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, an yeah. overpriced juice, like stuff like yeah. that. It just, I eat it up. Well, we're beverage I drink, girlies. I drink it up. Yeah. Um, Slurp it up. So yeah, consume it in some way. And I was at Trader Joe's before Christmas and I saw this and I really liked it. So I wanted to share. So if you know that brand GT, it's like the normal kombucha brand. They're the one that makes like, I feel like the most normal, typical kombucha that you see. Yeah. So it's that brand and it looks like it's in that section next to the kombuchas, but it's called GT's Root Beer. And then underneath it says Ancient Mushroom Elixir. And I was like, say less. I got to try this. ancient mushroom elixir like it literally sounds like a potion so I got it and if you know me I'm not like I'm growing into mushrooms historically I have not been a huge mushroom girl so yeah I was interested to see how it you know worked in like a liquid form um but it was delish it really just tasted like root beer um and let me read what the ingredients were in case you know you're up in that in your health era
1: yeah. Whenever, while you're looking this up, whenever I see like GT or like think of kombucha, I just think of those Cody Co. videos. Did you watch those where he like met GT Dave? No. <laughs> oh Wait. my god. You have I need to, to watch this. them. They're because like the guy GT Dave, like the founder, his name is GT. Like that's oh. his name. And he is wild. He's a wild, a very nice guy. It seems not to. Well, spoil. I feel like you kind of have to be a little out there to like. He's yeah. like a pioneer in like the health bevy. He, oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So yeah, definitely look him up.
0: Oh, they have a, they have a podcast. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, so it looks like they actually have lots of flavors of this like alive, ancient mushroom elixir situation. So I want to try other ones, wow. but. Um, it says, a, a macro dose of mushroom magic with a potent trio of adaptogenic mushrooms. And the mushrooms are reishi, chaga, and turkey tail mushrooms. So it helps with immunity, regulating homeostasis, adapting to stressors, which I need. So yeah, adaptogens. Do, do some reading. But yeah. the other flavors that they have, which I'm interested in, are cola. They have like a Coke version, I mm. guess. They have a ginger turmeric, a matcha vanilla. Ooh. Oh, it's delicious. I want to find these. Um, but yeah, I really liked it. If you like kombucha, give it a try because it's like it has even more health benefits, it seems like. Damn. And then the other favorite that I wanted to mention was a gift from Kylie. Thanks, Kylie. But you have it too, right? I do. So it's the Rode Lip Peptides from Hailey Bieber's brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like I'm notorious for like really wanting to try new lip products and then like just never having any really stand out like I I have so many like lip balms like lip sleeping mask like lip gloss like I just have so much stuff that's like claims to be the most moisturizing thing out there and I always try it and I'm always kind of like that's mid and then I like go through it but I'm like never that excited about it you know like I feel like the hype is so real for like lip products and it's almost always like a letdown but I will say this one was not a letdown maybe because I didn't really know much about it going in but it's like how would you describe it's very it's very thick Yes, Um, but not in a bad way. No. It's hard to, excuse me, not in a bad way. Yeah. stay on. Like it stays on after you like eat, which is impressive. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like, it really is like a balm gloss hybrid. Like it has all of the like moisturizing benefits of like just a lip balm, but like it, the look and feel of it
0: is more like a gloss, I would say. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: It's um, like and yeah, the only it's lip
0: product that's like really lived up, I feel like for me recently. So
1: yeah, I would say okay. my only like con of it is it comes in three flavors. There's an unscented, which is what I gave Anya to be safe, um, a salt caramel and a watermelon. And my only disappointment was I wish they were tinted. Like if they yeah. were tinted, game over.
0: That might be be like the next
1: evolution of these. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping. Because yeah, I was like, I was thinking about getting you flavors, but then I was like, I don't know which flavor you would prefer when there isn't like a tint involved. Like my first thought was like, oh, I want to get you the watermelon because I know the Glossier ones don't really have like a pink tinted Mm -hmm. one. And then that's how I found out they weren't tinted. And I was like, oh. Yeah. No, that would be X Games
0: mode if they were tinted. Maybe this time. It'd be really good. Yeah.
1: Haley, if you're listening, hey girl, make them tinted. Yeah um for my favorite i got the base weekender bag uh for black friday because it was on sale and it's just like the traditional not the mini one the like big weekender bag i've seen a lot of black. discourse about
0: the mini versus the regular
1: i have too and i heard that the mini isn't super worth it
0: mm. um
1: that it's not I don't quite know big enough. enough it's like convertible to like a tote bag I don't know. I was never like super interested in the mini, if I'm being honest, just because I know myself and I know the amount of space I need to pack for a weekend. So Mm -hmm. I went straight for the normal size weekender. And I will say it's really, really nice. It has lots of compartments. It has the shoe compartment on the bottom that like easily fits two pairs of shoes. And then like you still have room if you wanted to throw like a cosmetic bag in there or something. Um It has a shoulder strap. It's definitely big. Like, it's big and it's bulky and it's not, like, the best thing to carry around, but it – for, like, a weekend trip. Like,
0: as God intended. Yeah. It's perfect. (laughs) Well, that's what I saw. Like, I feel like I've seen a lot of discourse about people debating whether or not it fits in, like, the seat back of, like, a plane. Definitely not. And – um some people say yes some people say no and then other people are like well this isn't really like the intended purpose anyway because who wants to carry the whole weight on their shoulder at the airport like this is for like driving somewhere or like taking the train
1: Uh a hundred yeah i I would never if i were bringing this to the airport it would be like my carry-on it wouldn't be my personal item because i have the base backpack that's what i use as my personal item and that fits perfectly Mm -hmm. under the seat and the weekender is easily twice the size
0: yeah. Uh, but even I having the mini, it as a carry on, like you would have to have all that weight on your shoulders. Yeah, no, it wouldn't so be it's, like, fun. Not ideal.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't be fun. But if push came to shove, that's what I would use it for before mm-hmm. I used it for my personal item. Uh, the mini probably does work as a personal item. I haven't seen the mini in person, but I imagine that like more so mm-hmm. would work. Actually, um, my friend Lily has the mini and she came over after I got the weekender and looked at the size. And I, I think she said that she could fit her mini under the seat. Um, and then she saw mine and was like, oh, yeah, that definitely would not fit under the seat.
0: I was like, yeah, no, it's not for that. Yeah. I think it's more um, for like a
1: drive somewhere. Yeah. I would use it for like a weekend trip, um, dra- like a local weekend trip. Um, mm-hmm. Or like I used it to go home, for example, mm-hmm. for Christmas. It worked for that. But yeah, I definitely want to get their actual carry-on suitcase before we go to London
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that's what I want to treat myself to. It's currently sold out in the color that I want. So waiting for it to come back in stock, but we will get it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. speaking of vague duffel shaped items, I need to get my vintage Vera Bradley duffel oh yes. for you at some point. Yep, I, I want to go pack for Christmas and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> um, so I ended up bringing that's my suitcase, funny. which looked very extra, but it worked. Yeah. Um. All right. We are going to get into our main episode topic after a quick ad break. So BRB.
1: If you know anything about our show, you know Anya and I really prioritize our health, sustainability, and building
0: a community around the things that young women go through. That's why we feel so lucky to have met and interviewed Katie Diasti in 2020, a Gen Z entrepreneur, overall badass, and founder of Viv For Your V, who we are so proud to partner with on this episode.
1: Viv is an earth-friendly period care subscription brand created to bring sustainable and clean products to the hands of menstruators.
0: Something crazy that I personally didn't know is that the average menstrual pad is equal to about four plastic bags and can take up to 800 years to break down.
1: Yeah, and this is a big deal because a menstruator can use anywhere from 5,000 and 15,000 disposable period care products in their cycle's lifetime. And at any time, 800 million menstruators are on their period right now.
0: That's why we feel really great about using Viv's bamboo-based products. Bamboo uses a quarter the amount of water, less land and fertilizers, and is naturally hypoallergenic, breathable, and actually more absorbent than cotton.
1: It's so crazy to know that with every Viv box, you can save 643 pounds of CO2, 607 gallons of water, and 48 plastic bags from entering a landfill.
0: Another problem that Viv is solving for is access to products when you need them the most.
1: I think we can all relate to having that oh shit moment and realizing you're going to have to make a CVS
0: run on top of all the things you're already dealing with. With their subscription based model it's so easy to choose how often you want your products delivered and have them on hand so you can conquer more. They have products for every type of period from
1: pads and liners to tampons and even menstrual cups.
0: Viv totally converted me to a cup user. I love that it's zero waste, reusable and lasts up to 10 years. Plus the ring on their cup is a total game changer. You guys have to try it.
1: We personally feel amazing about the way we're treating our bodies, the planet, and supporting a clean, sustainable, and women-
0: and minority-owned business all at the same time. Use the code and the link in our bio to shop the Viv website with 20% off, and definitely check out our episode with Katie to learn even more. And now, hotties, back to the episode. Hello, we're back, and we're ready to reflect on 2022. Encourage you guys to do the same if you haven't yet. I imagine by the time this episode comes out, you might have, but also- not everyone wants to spend their break, like, thinking deeply. I get that. Um yeah. I feel like I had that experience last year. Like, I went to Florida towards the end of the year, and I was like, oh, I'm going to, like, journal on the beach. I'm going to, like, use this time to, like, really set goals. And I, like, didn't do anything. So, yeah. I get that. <laughs> yeah. That's valid. <laughs> yeah. That's very valid. Um, but we are going to do a similar format to what we did for our um, mid-year audit that we did back in, like, July. Um, just a little bit of, like, a different order. So encourage you guys to journal on this as well, um, if you haven't yet, to kind of close out the year. But first, we're going to start with what were our wins of 2022. Yes. So for me, we've talked about this a lot, so I won't harp on it too much, but just getting to travel again. This was the first year that I got to travel internationally, again, since COVID, um, and I like have a huge passion for travel and like experiencing new cultures and new places, and I went uh, three places that I had never been before this year. So I went to Amsterdam, Belgium, and Portugal, which were all really cool in their own ways. Um, and I think just as like a, an asterisk to this point, we mentioned this towards the end of last episode, but just like I had a kind of an epiphany of like, I'm in a financial place to like afford that for myself, which is really cool. Like I think uh, that's kind of like something that I always aspired to have the financial freedom to do and like be able yeah. to invest in myself in that way. So that was a win for me. Yeah, for
1: sure. I would ditto that as well. I didn't go to th- I went to Portugal as my main mm-hmm. trip, but I think 2023 will be the year that travel will be a big win for me. Um, mine I've also talked about a lot, so I won't harp on it, but we got cuffed, ladies. We did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. We got, we got a boyfriend. Thank God. Woo! We did it. Um, yeah, that was obviously a big win for. 2022. And also just like dating in general. Like I really started like fully dating in 2022 uh, and then met my boyfriend. I was like, all right, I've seen what I need to
0: see. This one mm-hmm. will do. Let's- well, it's funny because I made a copy of the mid-year audit just so that we would like use the template. And when I was erasing mm-hmm. what was in the mid-year one, yeah, I you saw wrote like, yeah, you wrote like getting jaded to dating was like um something <laughs> that wasn't going well. So it's funny. Which How is yeah, well it's funny because we
1: probably I don't remember off the top of my head, but we probably did that episode in like June-ish. And I met Zach in July.
0: Yeah, I think it was so, like really early July that we that we recorded yeah. that
1: one. So literally like a couple weeks later, I met
0: my current. I boyfriend. always say it's when you least expect it. When yeah. you stop uh, trying, when you put your guard down, which
1: as a single person is the literal most annoying thing to ever hear. It makes but you. feel was want it to true for two Too involved, but unfortunately, <laughs> like was it not true? That's what I've been telling my single friends. I'm like, I hate to, I hate to say this to you, but it, it happened. People say it for a um, reason. It's true, but yeah. And the day that we're recording this is actually his birthday, so everyone's. Oh, I happy thought it was yesterday.
0: Sick.
1: No, no, it's today. But he took yesterday off from work. I don't know why. He's weird. Okay. He's weird about birthdays. He's He doesn't like to celebrate himself, uh, which is funny because I love birthdays. So yeah. it makes for a very
0: interesting pairing, but alas. All right. My next one is more career oriented. Um, and I feel like I've had like a lot of different career goals over the years. And I don't think I'm going to set one this year. Spoiler. We'll see. Mm. Um, But yeah, so this year, I guess my major career wins were getting promoted to do something that I wanted to do a little more. And I'll get Mm -hmm. back more to that when we talk about like how we did against our goals because it's more relevant there. Um, But yeah, getting promoted was like more of a concrete thing. And then I guess more of like a soft win. was just feeling like I'm finding more direction uh, kind of in the professional world. And like, I feel like in the past when my boss would ask me, like when I first started this job, like, oh, what's kind of like what's your ideal trajectory like how can we make sure we're like setting you up to you know get the career that you want one day which is like a very gracious offer but at the time I like didn't know like I was kind of like I don't know like one step at a time here (laughs) yeah um but now I feel like I actually kind of have an answer for that which is cool um so that's a win yeah that is a win my next one I've also talked about a ton
1: uh moving back to Boston obviously moving out of my parents place moving into uh beautiful apartment and a very good living situation, especially compared to what I have dealt with in the past, uh, is a huge win and definitely like helped with my own like self-esteem and sense of self coming Mm -hmm. from like a bad living situation into a good one. I was kind of like, oh, okay. Like it's not me. I'm not the problem. So
0: <laughs> that's good to know. The opposite uh, of the Taylor Swift line.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. Me and my roommate have had a lot of fun living
0: together. Um, and I love our apartment. So
1: yeah, big win. Love that.
0: My next one, I'll talk about this more when we talk about like actually how we did against the goals that we set. But um, you guys know that we've been dancing. I've been dancing for a while in the, this is my third season with the company that I'm with, but this year I got a little more involved. Like I'm doing the max amount that you can do. Um, and I am choreographed. So I'll talk about that more later, but that was a win for me. Yeah. Big one. Uh, my
1: next one is graduating from therapy and just feeling like I have a better grip on my anxiety. I feel like I, I definitely have more good days than bad days um and that's really exciting I definitely still have those bad days and I think most of the most of the time if my anxiety is like mild to moderate I like can very easily like cope and talk myself down and self-soothe and all of that it's just now when it starts to get really severe and I feel a little out of control of it that's where I still struggle a bit um so that's sort of where I'm putting my focus in 2023 is learning how to like really talk myself down when it starts to get a little out of control. But obviously, it's a huge deal when your therapist thinks that you're you're in a good spot to like kind of go out on your own and figure out mm-hmm. how to cope. Um, so yeah, big one.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that like therapists, Basically have to like fire themselves.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like
0: it's an interesting career dynamic. I guess I haven't thought about that before. Like they need to reduce their own business. Like them doing good means you don't need them anymore, which is interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Um. exactly. And I think it's a sign that you have a good therapist if they actually bring up Mm. leaving. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like It was a very – a lot of people talk about like feeling very upset when they like graduate therapy or like it means that they're like a lost cause or like their therapist thinks there's nothing else they can do for them. Whereas like, I was more like, Oh my God, there's nothing else you can do for me. Like that's me. Yeah. That means that I'm like doing a good job. Um, so yeah. And I'm very grateful for my therapist. And I know that, you know, if I ever need to go back, I can go back. And that's the great thing about therapy. It's always there. Um, I think it's totally normal to like ebb and flow sometimes in your life. You're going to need it. Other times you don't need it and
0: all's valid. All's good. Mm-hmm. Sorry if you hear the radiators were uh, dealing with a December morning. Turned on. I feel like mine's coming on too. Um, My next one is about body image. So this was something that I mentioned mid-year that I felt like wasn't going so well. Um, And in all honesty, I think it's because I weighed myself close to when we recorded that. And I've just learned (laughs) I shouldn't do that. Um, Yeah, same. (laughs) It's just not productive. Like, I don't know. Every time I go into it, I'm kind of like, this isn't a good idea. (laughs) Like, I don't know what I'm going to get out of this. Like either this information will be like validating in a unhealthy way if it's like less than I expect, or it'll just make me feel like shit. So like, what is the point?
1: Um,
0: so I haven't been doing that, which is good. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I feel like I talked about this a little bit in a recent episode. I don't remember if it was the last one or not, but it's ironic because I've been doing more ballet as I think I've talked about a decent amount. And in the past it was like ballet that made me feel like shit about myself because it was about like ballet has a very toxic kind of like stereotype about the proportions that you're supposed to have and whatever but I feel like going to this like adult class it's just like you're seeing people of literally all different walks of life like all shapes all sizes all ages even there's like people in their 60s in this class that are all just like there for the same reason and it like doesn't no one's trying to like achieve this perfect ideal like yeah it's all you're all just there for like the movement and like the joy of it and that's like one element of was like just not being in like being in, like a healthier ballet atmosphere not that I think our studio was ever like trying to breed an unhealthy environment but it was just kind of like it was the age we were it was like mm-hmm. the body types of people that like that we just naturally had at the time like you know what I mean like we were young and some people had really high metabolisms and you couldn't help but compare yourself. Like that's just, we were teenagers. Like that's how it was. Um, So like being a little more mature helps too. But then the other thing is just like literally seeing myself get better physically at stuff and realizing like, it's not the way that I look that enables me to do this. It's like what I've been working on and like the strength that I've been building. And I know a lot of people like have that epiphany in other ways. Like I know weight training is like a way that a lot of people have that epiphany But those kinds of things have just never worked for me. Like, nothing has ever resonated with me like dance does. So, yeah, I feel like I spent a lot of COVID, if you go back and listen, just like trying to unlearn being a dancer and trying to like find a new identity. And now I'm kind of like, why? No.
1: (laughs) I (laughs) I think I'll keep this one. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. In a similar vein, I think a big win for me was continuing to find joy in movement and working out and not seeing it as. A form of punishment or you know something that I have to do to meet any certain like weight loss or body composition goal uh especially like throughout the holidays I'll be honest like I found myself like I would have I would you know indulge in treats because it's the holidays and that's what you do and then I'd be like I really should hop on the peloton for 30 minutes like I really should do that. And I like actively told myself, no, I was like, nope, Mm -hmm. you're not because you're not getting on for the right reason. You're not working out because you want to work out. You're working out because you think you have to, to like outrun or out cycle um, (laughs) what you're eating. And it's like, it is what it is. And I definitely, I've, I've been very active this year, but I've also gained a little bit of weight in the second half of this year. I don't think, oh, like, I think only noticeable to me, to be honest, but obviously like, you're your harshest critic. Um, And there's reasons for that. I mean, it's all happy weight. Like it's from, it's partially side effects of a medication that like has made my quality of life so much better. It's partially from getting into a relationship or, and seeing friends moving to Boston, going out to eat more. Like, and so I'm kind of like, when I think about myself at my absolute skinniest, I was also like my absolute saddest. Mm-hmm. And so if this is the body that I'm going to be in with the life that I have right now, I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's totally fine. Um, but I do like movement. I like working out. Like I I do find joy in it. And I obviously it has health benefits outside of like changing the way that you look. So I want to continue to... I, I did continue to do that and that's definitely something that I'll talk about as we move into 2023. Something I want to continue to refine and have in my life.
0: Love all of that. Very mature perspective. Nice. Um, nice. I feel like one something that I saw on TikTok like around Thanksgiving that also really helped me like when you're talking about kind of like the holidays and the toxic energy that can come with like eating treats and feeling like you have to pay for it later and whatever. It was like so simple, but I basically just saw this TikTok saying like one meal isn't going to impact the way you look. Like that's not how, that's not how this works. Like you don't have to feel bad about eating like one Thanksgiving meal. Like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Exactly. So yeah. All right. Now we're going to get into what didn't go so well this year. Obviously it's more fun to reflect on the wins, but we like to be transparent with you guys um and for me I I was thinking of things like that were in my control so I mentioned like you know the loss of like pets and like getting COVID and stuff and it's like that sucked but it wasn't really something I could have influence on so I was thinking more things that I could you know influence so sure um my first one I wrote finances I think specifically what I mean is like budgeting I'm just Mm -hmm. like (laughs) I i I think I would really need to get serious about it if I wanted to like impose a budget on myself. I'm just realizing like I'm really not good at that kind of like thought process of like having a specific amount allocated to different categories. Like I've tried it a bunch of different ways and a bunch of different times and I don't know. It's I think it's just not front of mind like how much I have left in that category like when I'm actually grocery shopping and all these things and um one of my favorite youtubers has been trying the cash envelopes method and it's like really been working for her and I think that's interesting because it's like it's much more obvious like if you have this little envelope and you have 20 bucks left and you're at the grocery store like you know that's like your set budget whereas like I'm like oh it's on my card I'll sort it out later and it's like then you go way over and so um yeah so I don't want to make excuses but I do also think inflation was like very real this year and so even though like we both started making more money this year, I feel like it doesn't feel like we necessarily have significantly more money because inflation went up like 10%. So you're like, awesome. Um, So yeah, I guess I would say like overall, like big picture finances, I'm definitely doing well for myself, but I just have like financial guilt. Like a lot of the time, like when I log on to like pay my credit card, I'm like, I I just don't know how it came to the amount that it did in a lot of ways. So I'm going to work on that in 2023.
1: Yeah, that's something that I want to work on too. I For my first thing that didn't go well, I did owed this. And I think in part, I'm like not to make excuses, but like (laughs) the first year that you live alone, I feel like number one, there's just like a lot of expenses that are sort of out of your control that you need to pay for. Or like as you're living alone, you realize like, oh, I don't have this thing that would be very useful to like have in my Mm -hmm. own place moving forward. Um, So there's those expenses. And then there's also like the learning curve of kind of like I was just saying, like I got into a relationship. So I started spending money on dates and going out to dinner and doing stuff like that, gifts for him, whatever. Seeing friends that like if you end up doing stuff, it costs money. So, you know, kind of like striking the balance of wanting to say yes and, and be involved in everything and also being smart with my finances. And I think, again, I'll kind of get into this more so when we talk about like our 2023 goals, but I'm more so like want to look at budgeting from the sake of like, okay, what are the like absolute things that I need to like fund right now? Like I want to put this much towards my emergency fund, this much towards my Roth, this much towards uh, I have like a savings account for my student loans and then work from there. Because I'm wondering if that will help sort of alleviate some of the guilt. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. well, if I covered all of these bases, all of these places that I needed to save and like put money aside, then why should I feel guilty about spending any Mm-hmm. Extra income. You know what I mean? Maybe that's a yeah. bad. M- financial advisors out there are like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. <laughs> but that's kind of how how I'm looking at it.
0: Stay tuned for next episode. We'll yeah. talk more about it. Yes. Um, for my next one, I didn't really know how to like word this, but I just feel like I'm always a little worried. <laughs> and I'm just like a high strung person, and I'm not yeah. worried about it on like a grand scheme of life kind of level because I'm not anxious about the future or like I'm not anxious about my goals or like what I want to become like all of that feels very defined and like secure to me like I know who I am I know what I want like I don't think I have anything like major to work through but I think I just make little life things harder for myself than they have to be like
1: Mm.
0: by just like being so high strung about it like for example there will be like something that some deadline looming over my head at work. And it's like, I wake up every day and I'm like, no, I got to do it. got to do it. Like, yeah. Like thinking about it like all the time. And it's like, I know I'll get it done. Like I always get it done. Why do I have to approach it with like such an anxious energy? Like I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's just like an energetic shift that I need to work on is like just knowing like I've I've never let myself down in this way. So like, why am I worried that it's going to happen? You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, Or just like always kind of thinking about worst case outcomes and I'll talk about this more in the next episode but I feel like there's this whole philosophy of like well someone has to worry about it and it's like I'm kind of realizing like no they don't like like, Mm -hmm. no they don't so yeah I'm not like anxious about just like life in general but I just feel like small scale like everyday things I just make them harder than they have to be so gonna work on that in 2023 yeah good for you
1: Um, my next one, I'm not going to get too into the details of it. I've talked a little bit about it, but I honestly just frankly think it'll make for a good episode sort of down the line, but I kind of went through a bit of a valley at work. And I think a lot of it is in part to, there was a lot of changes in like management and org structure where I truthfully just didn't know how to, how to navigate it well. Um, and how to communicate when I needed help, when expectations weren't clear, and so it led to like a little bit of not an altercation, that's not the word. Miscommunication, I'm for. I guess. Miscommunication, yeah. Where it kind of like I had to, you know, meet with my new boss and who I had been working with and be like, okay, this isn't working. Like, what, how can we like set a precedent for mm-hmm. how we can like better communicate with each other? And I think that. Right now we're sort of on like the up and up of it. So that's why I feel more comfortable talking about it. And um, she was really great and receptive. And I think that like we are going to be better off having had this. Um, But obviously that's no fun. It's no fun to feel like you misunderstood what was expected of you at work. Uh, It's no fun to feel like you didn't have a chance to like prove yourself or really like step up in the ways that you wanted to step up. But I think in the end, it like set a good runway for 2023, and I, I am feeling like more so excited now. But if you're out there and you've like you had a bad performance review or like not the performance review you wanted towards the end of the year, like it happens. Like it's not a, it doesn't mean that you're bad at your job. It doesn't mean that you don't have the potential to be good at your job or that like you failed in any sort of way. Uh, I think it's really normal and. especially with new management and restructuring how, you know, a company sort of reports it, I think it's somewhat inevitable to have a learning curve there.
0: Yeah. And like in some ways I would almost call it a win that you like got through like challenging career conversations because like those are like very inevitable. And it's like good to get that skill earlier on of like knowing how to approach like a sensitive situation. Yeah. Um, And not to like deflect blame, but I think to your point of like, if you're feeling bad about your performance review or whatever, like know that a lot of the way things are supposed to go also relies on good management and like, yeah, a good dynamic with like, I don't know, just there's a lot of things that are out of your control. So it's two to tango at the end of the day, like at
1: at least at the point that we are at in our careers. um, Mm -hmm. A lot of the times it's not just you and like, yeah, it's not to place blame on anyone or point fingers, but
0: yeah, yeah. Like, things shouldn't have to be surprises, basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, yeah. maybe if there's ways for, like, you to uh, be more, you know, at, like, have opportunities to ask questions more frequently throughout the year, like, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Anyways.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we could make a whole episode about it, and I think we should. And we will. Honestly. And, and we, we will make a
0: whole. <laughs> uh. So stay tuned for 2023. <laughs> yeah. Um. My next, I guess, like, loss thing that didn't go so well is reading. I just, (laughs) I say this every time. I think I just need to not place this societal expectation of loving reading on myself. I think when Mm -hmm. I find a book that I really like, I do like reading, but I'm not a reader. And I don't know if I ever will be. And I don't need to like force that on myself. Like, I feel like why am I like setting these goals for an activity that I don't really like and then feeling bad about it. So I'm not going to set a reading goal for 2023, not because I don't think it's important to like, you know, be educated and like consume that kind of content. I do, but it's just like it's so clear to me that I'm not making it a priority. So why am I gonna make myself feel like shit? Like it's fine. Yeah, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah. I know what you mean.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, my next uh thing that
1: didn't go so well is honestly balancing everything. I feel like a lot happened in my life in 2022. A lot of good stuff. Like I'm if this is a good problem to have and I recognize that. But I was doing some reflecting, especially like going into the fall because that's when, you know, I started dance. That's when I got into a relationship. Um, I was part of a community group. Like I was doing a lot of stuff. I had a lot of stuff on my plate and I just – I know I could have done a better job balancing everything. And so I've been – like as I've been reflecting on the past year over the last couple days, I've been pretty harsh on myself for how I like – manage to balance everything. So, I think I do need to give myself grace. Like I I think I did the best. I don't think I like purposely or maliciously like dropped the ball on anything. Like anyone in my shoes would have been overwhelmed by trying to like figure out a new routine given all of the moving parts that like I had going on in my life. And I even remember we talked about this like in an episode like at the beginning of fall. And, we were, and I was like talking about everything and we were like, okay, yeah, that's a lot of stuff that I'm taking <laughs> on in the fall. Amazing. Great. Um, but I think I'm finally starting to get into a little bit of a routine or at least like learning how to like give and take with everything that I have going on. Um, and also like, I don't know, it's, it's tough because you want to like be nice to yourself and be like you're doing the best that you can and that's like all you can ask of yourself while also like being honest with yourself and mm-hmm. recognizing like where you can prioritize a bit better I guess mm-hmm. is the best way to put it but
0: that's what, working on that I feel like we could add that to the list of like doing a full episode on because I think yeah the thing about like trying to find balance is just like recognizing that you never really will <laughs> like yeah unfortunately yeah. like it's kind of not possible like you are only one person You can only have so many priorities, and so like you are going to have to inevitably um, compromise on other aspects of your life. And so, like I feel like balance is not truly having equal parts of everything because that's just like not practical or how it works. It's like choosing what you want to make a priority. So, yeah, add that to the list. Yeah. Um, this next one is kind of funny because I actually haven't like spoke about this with Grant, but I feel like it's very mutually <laughs> understood that this is like the second year, the second full year that we lived together. And it's funny because when you're in like a long-term relationship, it's interesting because it's like a great part of it is that you're so comfortable with each other and all you want to do is like stay in and like cozy up and just like chill and like be your true self and like wear no makeup and sweatpants. Like that's like a beautiful element of having that much trust with a person and whatever. But at the same time, like it is important to like keep things interesting and like make an effort and go on dates and like trips and make things special and whatever. And I just feel like both of us like mutually didn't prioritize that this year. Like I feel like we both had a lot of other things going on and we knew that like our relationship is so secure that like we don't have to go out of our way to like Mm. make sure we're doing monthly date nights or whatever. And it's like that is a good thing, but I would like to – I don't know if it's like prescribing a certain, you know, day or weekend of the month or something that we like make sure to get out and do something, but – I think we just have so much fun here like living together that we like never like I can't even think of the last time that like like, went out and did something in Boston and it's like we pay to live here like we should like go to Soa together like you know do fun things like out in the city and we're just we both became like such homebodies with each other and maybe that's fine maybe that's just like how our relationship is evolving like I'm happy with it but I think like we haven't like Well, I guess we went to like a show or something. When people like get us tickets, we do things, (laughs) but we don't like organize it ourselves and go. And that's on both of us. So I think we could do better at that this year.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think we kind of hit the nail on the head of like, yeah, if you like feel like you want to do that and that that would like add to your relationship, cool. And also like it's totally valid and fine to like be happy with your current situation. Like, yeah, some people require a date night once a week or once a month to like, Keep the relationship going. And I think it's really cool that you guys are like so secure and so comfortable with each other that you're like – like at the end of the day, he's like a built-in best friend, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like why would you leave when you can just hang out with your best friend at home and do nothing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, My last one, I'm not going to get into the details of it because it's a little vulnerable. uh, But I actually had some not some fun reproductive health stuff. And I only bring this up because – if you haven't gotten your pap smear, ladies, mm. go and get it, okay? Yep. I, something about me is I'm always going to vouch for the uh, regular checkups on like everything. preventative treatment. Preventative treatment. Go to the dentist. Go to the doctor. Go to your gynecologist. Let them stick the speculum in you. It's not going to be fun, okay? But you'd rather find out that something's going on and you need to have it taken care of sooner than later. Yeah. Um. I'm very lucky. Like, I'm fine. Nothing like major to worry about, but I did have an abnormal pap smear and I mm-hmm. do need to have I, – I need to get it taken care of and I'm not worried about that. My prognosis is fine, but God forbid it wasn't. I would so much rather it be detected as soon as possible than not. Um. So yeah, definitely make sure that you're seeing your doctor. I know it's not fun. It's not mm-hmm. fun at all, but it's so, so, so important. Um. Yeah. Make a week Amen. out of it. I saw – I think we talked about this, a TikTok, a girl on TikTok made like a wellness week where she got mm-hmm. all of her appointments done and after every one, she like got herself a little treat or like ran a fun errand or something. Yeah. Um. So yeah, do it. This is me peer-pressuring you to do it. It's
0: good peer pressure. Though. Yeah, I was going to say, this is the good peer pressure. Yeah. Okay, so now to end out the episode, we are just going to talk about how we did specifically against the goals that we set. So it's interesting because we mentioned this in the mid-year audit, but we never did – an explicit goals episode in the beginning of 2023. So we kind of need to like explain what the goals were like as we're saying how we did, Um, which don't worry, we will do a goals episode. Oh, I meant for 2022. We will do a goals episode for 2023. Um, Yes. Yeah. So as far as career goals for me, um, I really wanted to feel more fulfilled by what I was doing and just generally Mm -hmm. like less stressed and, I wasn't sure if that was going to come out of like a change in role at my current place or like potentially looking for something new, but I just knew that I like needed kind of like a shift. Um, And I was really lucky that I think my manager recognized that in me around the same time that it was like really coming to a head of like me wanting to say something. So I was able to move into a different role and I am a lot happier. The short of it is basically I'm a lot less external facing now. I still am external Mm -hmm. facing in some ways, but um, it's a little more... I guess, like, high level and, like, strategic rather than being, like, client-facing, I guess you could say. And I was just, like, getting so burned out of having to constantly be so available and, like, being on the phone all day and just, like, never having time to actually complete anything. Like, it was just really... I was, like, not going to last. Um, and I think that was getting clear. So... I'm glad that I was able to move into a new role that I'm way happier in and like see myself staying in for a while. Um, and I also mentioned in our mid-year audit, it's really funny. I mentioned in that episode that I would like to make more money. And literally, like the following week is like when this conversation yeah. got brought up to me. So um, yeah, I just think overall I'm happy with how I did against my career goals. And like I said, I'm not really sure that I wanna set any for this year. I mean, obviously I have yeah. my I have my, like, goals directly with my manager that I get, like, assessed on. So, like, those are happening. But, like, I don't have any that I want to set, like, with you guys necessarily. I don't know. I'll think about it. But I don't have anything in (laughs) mind right now. (laughs) Yeah. Fair enough. I think I had sort of an
1: opposite. Mm. uh, Or I'm going through the opposite where for 2022, I didn't really set career goals. You guys know I I left law school and I kind of – Uh, My job challenges me and I really like my job and I've learned a ton, but it was also at a company where I knew everyone and I kind of could just like get in the job, do the work and like coast, coast. Yeah. like, And I I was okay with that because I kind of needed just some time to like not have my career goals be like at the forefront of what I was doing. Uh, which I think is completely valid, but I also think now moving into 2023, I've had that time and I'm sort of ready to like really think about where I see myself in the future, where I see myself at my current company in the future, uh, and what kind of career I want for myself, both in the short and the long term. And so I think, um, I think you know the changes in management, the sort of peaks and valleys of work this year, like really helped me figure out that trajectory, at least in the short term. And so I'm excited to like set more concrete career goals for myself in 2023 and like really start to map out like where I see my own career going and what I want to do um, mm-hmm.
0: with my life. Very fun. Very fun and not at all stressful. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Um, I had a specific savings goal that I set in the beginning of the year and I'm not going to say what it is just because I don't think that's like productive for anyone. Like if yours is lower, if yours is higher, like we all have different financial situations and priorities. So I'm not going to say the number, but I did have a number and it was like a pretty ambitious increase from the number that I had coming into 2022. And I will say I did meet it like just in the nick of time, like literally like last week. But it was 100% due to money that I got from family over my birthday and Christmas. So yeah. I can't really take credit. Like it wasn't my proactive savings approach that got me there. Like if I didn't get that money for my birthday and for Christmas, I would not have reached the goals. So just like being completely transparent. But on paper, I did reach the goals. I guess I could have spent yeah. that money on other stuff. So good for me for putting it into savings. But um, yeah. yeah, so reached it, but definitely with some help. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, that's okay. <laughs> a win's a win.
1: <laughs> yeah, a win's a win. Um, for me, I my like two big financial goals were to open a high yield savings account and to open a Roth IRA, which are like both very low stakes, low bar mm-hmm. goals. Like they they took me like a week, and that's mm-hmm. just because one day I decided to open the high yield savings, and the next day I decided to open the Roth IRA. Like I could have done it in a day if I wanted to. Um, but I did do that transferred most of my savings over to a high yield savings account. So that's huge. Um, and I think mainly I like educated myself more on savings on like where I need to have my, um, like priorities in place and like working on sort of healing my money mindset. Like we've talked about in past episodes and I think I have a better idea now of how I want to sort of structure and tackle my savings moving into 2023. So I talk about that, um, or I will talk about that in our 2023 goals episode. But yeah, I feel like this was the year of realizing things in the words of
0: Jennifer. Kind of <laughs> <each other. laughs> Love that. Um, I had kind of some personal goals that had a lot to do with getting back into dance and like finding myself through like hobbies that fulfill me and that kind of stuff. And um, I think obviously I feel like I can check that off. It's funny because I remember it was like one of the first episodes or it was like late January or early February of 2022 that I talked about how, I specifically really wanted to choreograph like that was a goal that I set for myself in 2022 and that's like an audition based process and the auditions were like the third week of January and I didn't get it and I was like cool like (laughs) this year's already I'm already like off to a terrible start like (laughs) I already can't achieve one of my goals that I set for this year like cool 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 Uh, and I talked about kind of like dealing with that kind of like rejection and like failure And then, um, I'm proud of myself for trying again. So there's like two opportunities to choreograph per year. And so I went back out there in July with COVID on video. Yeah. Uh, fun fact. Um, and auditioned again and it did work out for me that time. And so, um, yeah, I guess I'm just proud of myself for like, not, not taking no for an answer when I know I can be good at something and like not being afraid to like prove myself. And it doesn't mean that I'll always be able to choreograph. Like it's very much like a uh, season by season process. So I'm hoping that I might be able to again in the future, but if nothing else, I'm proud that I went for it again. So yeah, for sure. Um, my next one I talked about in our mid-year
1: life audit, like wanting to compare myself less to others or like just the idea that someone else's win doesn't take away from like where you're at in life, if that makes sense. Like Mm I, I, I remember talking in that episode, like it was never like a sense of like resentment or feeling like the people of my life didn't deserve the good things that were coming to them. It was more so just me being like, oh my God, they had like this really amazing thing happen to them. I don't have that going on right now. Like, am mm-hmm. I behind? Do, do I need to work harder? Do I need to do something different? More so like those feelings. And I think I, it's definitely a work in progress. I think it's one of those things that like you always are kind of working on and you never feel like you're on the right trajectory or, you know, just- kind of finding those feelings of, like, being behind somewhere in your life. I feel like that's just inevitable. Um, but I, I do think I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better at at least recognizing when I'm doing it and being like, mm-hmm. okay, Kylie, like, calm down. Just because, like, they have this thing happening in their career and you're sort of going through a different shift, like, it doesn't matter. You're on your, your own path, especially when I think about the fact that, like, I spent a year in law school. And so at mm-hmm. least from, like, a career standpoint – I am a year behind, quote unquote, but like, that's, it is what it is. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. doing pretty well considering and like, I gained a lot in that year where other people were working and starting their jobs. I still gained a ton um, and learned a lot about myself. So yeah, it's definitely something I want to continue working on in 2023. I'm not quite where I would hope to be. And I don't know if maybe that's just unattainable. And it's always going to be something that I have to work on or something that I just need to, like, recognize when I'm doing it and talk myself down from, but, yeah, I think journaling will help, honestly,
0: which, stay tuned. I'll talk about that for our 2023 goals episode. Yeah, it's hard with, like, softer goals to be like, did I achieve it? Because there isn't, like, necessarily, like, a a concrete outcome.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah,
0: but I think just, like, feeling like you've made progress is a success. Yeah, yeah. Um, my health goals on paper were to move four times a week and to work on choosing less processed foods. And I guess I meant like less processed options. Like if I wanted mac and cheese, for example, like instead of making the A&E's like, you know, make one from scratch, stuff like that. Um, and I felt way better about my health goals in the second half of the year. But in general, I, I think like I didn't, I kind of fell off that whole processed goals, (laughs) processed food goal. and I just like cooking is something that I really easily deprioritize. Like when we were talking about balance and like something's got to give, like it's impossible to do everything for me. Yeah. Like, like eating well and like putting time into cooking is like the first, one of the first things that I allow myself to okay. deprioritize. And yeah. I think that's fine because it allows me to have time to do other things. But um yeah, definitely not like a huge win there, but I think just like, Feeling better is what I wanted to do with that goal. Like I, I set those like more explicit goals because I was like, "This is a tactic," but the goal is to feel just like better in my body, and I think I did that, and it wasn't through the same yeah. ways, and that's fine.
1: Yeah, I think honestly, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's a big part of like reflecting on your goals and sort of like reanalyzing them as you set goals for the new year. Like sometimes the end result that you want, you get there in a different way. But, yeah. like it's not any less like you still achieved what you wanted to achieve. So that's okay. Different journey, Um, same destination. Exactly. Um, For my health goals, I kind of like I was saying earlier, wanted to continue to just like find joy in movement, move consistently um, for myself as a form of self-care, as a form of, you know, mental health, anxiety relief, things like that. And I definitely fell off of my like movement in the fall winter I think a lot of people have this when I say fell off like we are still dancing three days a week like Mm -hmm. all things considered I'm a pretty active person like I was still moving my body it's not like I went from being super active in the summer to sedentary in the fall um but I definitely want to like get a bit more active in the new year because I it, it is one of my favorite parts of my routine and I find myself feeling uh like I have less energy and like, I can't focus as much if I'm not, like, actively finding times in the day to, like, burn off a little bit of energy. Um, and as far as, like, balanced eating, that was something that I set in. And again, that's, like, a pretty soft goal. Uh, I'm doing my best. I'm not super good at it. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> uh, and part of that is honestly because I went on a medication that, like, one of the main side effects is that it increases your appetite and, like, cravings for stuff. So it's kind of been, like, learning that and – being okay with that, I guess, because, um, like I said, it overall has increased my quality of life. So if that means that I eat a little bit more at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, uh, that's okay. Uh, but yeah, I definitely want to like. I think a big goal for me for twenty twenty three is like focusing on the eating out part. Mm, um, yeah, which I'll get into because I think that's like one of the easier places that I can sort of curb it. But yeah, we're doing yeah. our best.
0: We're and that healthy helps overall. From a- Helps from a money and health perspective. So yeah. Double yeah, whammy. Exactly. Bang for your buck. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our reflection on 2022. Um, it's obviously pretty vulnerable to put out these episodes, but I like listening to them when other people yeah. do them. So um, hopefully you guys reflected a little bit on your own 2022 And we will be back next week to talk about our goals for 2023. So maybe if you haven't set yours yet, you can set them this week. We can chat about them, cross compare, um, and it'll be great. So in the meantime, you know what to do. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram.
1: Rate us five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave us any advice that you need in our anonymous suggestion box. And with that, we'll chat with you guys next Tuesday.
0: Bye.